Welcome to something crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to something crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to something crunchy. in the studio with Oscar and Golden Globes. Let's put them out. How are we feeling tonight? Uh, buddy, if my head were any more in the clouds, I'd need a prescription. Yeah, you're not feeling up to it tonight, are you? Got a medicine head. Still all kinds of pump for the soak. Yeah. Award season is here. And even though it was a strange year for film and television, we still got to do up the crunchies. Yeah. This year will be a different format. You guys hear about our opinions on movies and shows all the time, and we'll give our picks, but for the first time, we are bringing on callers this episode to give their opinions on the best and worst of the year. Because of the limited releases, we're going with anything that came out from 2020 to now, and tonight, you'll be hearing from some of Crunch Nation's most trusted ambassadors. Yeah. Who will be presenting their top five shows or movies, plus the worst thing they saw in a made-up category of their choosing. I've seen every Oscar movie nominated for Best Picture, except for The Father with Anthony Hopkins. That's Did, impressive. I wasn't able to see that. And really, like, only two of them, I feel, were actually solid and must-see. Really? really. Uh, the Academy gives awards on just bogus criteria, and it gets worse every year. Sure. Let's do this the only legit way it can actually be done. Let's hear from the people. Yeah. We got a nice sample size, repping all different parts of the country. This should be fun. Lots to cover. I'm excited to dive right in. Let's uh, let's get someone on who's either East Coast or has kids. <laughs> Hello? All right. Out of Topeka, Kansas, we got not only good friend of the show, but queen moderator of the Something Crunchy Facebook group, Bonnie Chapman, on the line. Yay! How are you, Miss Bonnie? Hey, Bonnie? I'm fantastic. How are you? Great. So glad to have you on. Excited to talk to you. How are you, first of all? Um, not nervous at all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nervous. Yeah, Just have nervous. fun. You're amongst you friends. Did you go with movies or shows with your top five? Um, I went with shows. You went with shows. Honestly, I haven't seen that many movies in the past year or so. It's been a heavy um, show year. It is. You are the first to say that. Yeah. You won't be the last. Eager to hear <laughs> what you got. Yes. It is Bonnie. Okay. Um, Shit's Creek is... Oh, yep. So glad I love that show. Yep. Great so place to start. I'm kind of all over the place with my show. I love that. <laughs> um, Ozark. Oh, mm. so good. Has to be on wow. the list. Yeah. Bonnie. Fargo. I love Fargo. Oh, Fargo. So sure. good. Wow. Yeah. New one with Chris <laughs> Rock, The Good Season. Okay. Wow. Uh, shameless, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, and, okay, so I want to say Litter Kenny, but I can't watch it sober. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you at least brought it up. So yeah. that, that's your honorable mention. <laughs> but I do agree but as well. Also- but I was like, I have I have Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I like that a lot because, I mean, I just like it. But it helps me kind of cope with the passing of my dad. And um, it's funny right and makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't decide between the two. Okay. I like Bridgerton, but only mainly because of the sex scenes. Of course. I, 
<laughs> you know, that's, they uh, had some great sex scenes. Our mom, I, I, she I, recommended that I, show. She was like, you know, yeah. it does have a lot of sex scenes. It is I think weird when your like mom it. recommends it to us and we're like, <laughs> does, oh, thank you. I made, I made it through the first episode of it and it was all right. It's pretty hot. I saw some sex up okay, against so a tree. From like, from like season five on? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I've only I've only watched the episodes like 15, 20 times. So, yeah. I love that you had Ozark and Schitt's Creek. That's great. And I like that you mix it up between comedy and drama. Yes. And you had a very nice. I would have like well a similar list. list. Yes. I'm, that's what well, I was thanks. thinking. I was thinking I would have a very similar list for shows. Anything that you just hated? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Uh watch a lot of bad shows okay can i put there's two this show is on two lists it's a terrible show but i love it Ooh. and it's winona earp winona earp i've heard good things about sci-fi winona. channel right yeah i've seen that uh, sci-fi yeah, it's, channel. it's really out like far-fetched and out there but i just love it so no it's, see this is what i love hearing about stuff like that it opens me up to different things i may not know about so Ozark finished like last year and it's supposed to come back, but it's final season is broken down into two seasons so. and it's been uh-huh. delayed and delayed. Pump yeah. for that to get back. I'm yeah. sad Shit's Creek won't return. I'm depressed yeah. about Shit's Creek. Know. That's a bummer. I, I was think like they really spin off. Yes, I agree. It's a good they should totally spin off. Okay. I feel like we've already discussed this with the kids. They need to go do like Bonnie, how would you do I a know. spin off of Shit's Creek? Okay, so Alexis, I would like to see how her life was when they were rich and like, you know, the party scene and everything. Yeah. Oh, so you're seeing kinda, a prequel. Ooh. Right. And kind of fast forwarding to when she goes to New York on her own and see what she does from there. Oh, um, I like where you it. took that, Bonnie. I'm for anything Annie Murphy. So that's, <laughs> I know. That's I love Alexis. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's going to work for me. Um, and Daniel. She, I, I really, I really want to see David and Patrick, house inside i know uh, and <laughs> oh, i wish it was shown that i need uh, more no. of them i just they're they like need my their favorite own couple. spinoff on hgtv is what they need <laughs> <laughs> patrick and david's house it's like a, an interior decoration show <laughs> it, would awesome. well. it would do well it would do well it's not a bad idea i would watch that <laughs> all right what about for your completely made-up category what'd you go with okay so i <laughs> Uh, most lickable body. Yes. Yes. That award goes to Simon from Bridgerton. Nice. (laughs) Such a great choice. Most lickable body. I'd like to nominate Blair. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, Bonnie. Very well done. Oh, well done. Extremely well done. Great category. Thank you so much. A lot much. of people are going to agree. I'm going to say, I expect to hear a lot of shows over movies. Yeah. And I expect to hear a lot of Shit's Creek. Absolutely. Yes. Go, Bonnie. Oh, yeah. right. well done, Bonnie. Well done. Thank you. Thank you so Good much time. for Thank joining you. us. We will have to do this again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again Thank for the list. You. We'll talk well, soon. Bye. Bonnie. Bonnie. Bringing it. Amazing. Fastball after too. fastball after fastball. Now that's how you start. That's good. Yes. Some good crunchies. Let's keep it moving. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Recording live with recurring guests on the show out of Nashville, Tennessee. Talent and model agent, our very beautiful sister, Rochelle Bailey. Yay, what up, sis? Oh, hi. How you doing, sis? <laughs> 
fantastic living my best life how are you she sounds Good. as cute as ever doesn't she she sounds as teenager as ever <laughs> as cartoonish <laughs> as i've ever heard god that voice you really do sound 18 that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's talk what have you chosen for us shows or movies um, both. Oh, yes. Yeah, say and that. I did like those. six. Like I broke the rules because I'm a rule breaker. You're, we love you that about what? you. That's perfectly fine. Go ahead. Do you want the like the top five or the like worst five? We'll start with the first? top. Yeah, let's do your best first. Okay, so like they're not in any particular order. Okay. But obviously Tiger King. Oh, obviously the best. <laughs> Show's got a lot of schwadavave. <laughs> there was news today about that, by the way. Did you? Really? Tiger King news? Yeah. Whoa. Tiger King is getting a divorce. From he was still married to he that was still married to that to kid? Dylan or whatever his name no. was. Yeah. yeah. Dylan's divorcing him? Yep. Yep, he got Aww. broken up with via text message in prison. We need horror to out Joe. like right now. <laughs> I love that that made her best. Double look. husband having mullet man. <laughs> a lot of one of for America's cigarettes. <laughs> what else is on your list? Okay, so the gentleman. Oh. Okay. Now, first of all, that was 2019. So, was um, so no, that's, that's... I googled it. I googled it. Um, Google Bitch. your face. It's 2019. <laughs> Google eyes. Fact checking. Blair, fact check. You can look I up Google and IMDb. Google. Well, trust my button. Google or else this would have been a part of my top five. In 2019. 2019. Oh my God. Okay. Lawyer. Well, like you have been your Google lied, first of all. And second of all, that's okay, because I still have more. I was going to say, over. you went over, so it's perfect. But you know what? I'm glad you like, still brought hold it up, on. though. I was going to say, I'm so glad you brought it up, because that's where I wanted to start my list, was like, was the gentleman last year, or was that 2019? You know, we'll like, throw it in. Honorable Minch for last year's The Gentleman. They got no love whatsoever. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Come to Daddy. <laughs> really? <laughs> Really? Dude, because at the end, it was so messed up. Like, it was kind of like boring is through it... the whole thing. But then at the end, I was like, oh. No, if I end. remember correctly, this is the Elijah Wood head exposure at the end. Movie. Yeah. Okay, totally. <laughs> Can't believe this is in your top five, but I love you really. for choosing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I okay, love it. Next. Um, unhinged because it's Ooh. like about road rage, and yeah. I have that. Everyone and I love <laughs> I that have that. Totally relatable <laughs> yeah. to the road rage. This is a great list. Yes, good list. Okay, and then the devil all the time. Oh, what is this? What is one? the devil all the time? Explain. I need more. Okay, so it's on Netflix, and it has like everybody in it, what? and it's like really, really good. Like, and I really didn't think that I was going to like it because, like, of the name and of, like, the wardrobe. But it was actually really, really, really good. And then Promising Young Woman. Yes. One of the pictures is going to be nominated for Best Film at the Oscars. It is? Yes. Yeah. And a lot of people, so a lot of people think it's going to go to Nomadland. Others think it could go to Minari. A surprise, like, Dark Horse could be... Promising Young Woman. Like, I know it was like Oscar worthy though. Yeah, and she's up for the award. I mean, too. I loved it. Carrie Mulligan. Yay! 
I need to know what you hated to, after I know your top. Like, I need to know what you just really hated. Okay, there was, like, so much, though. Because, like, <laughs> everything last year sucked almost. It really did. Yeah, I agree. We could have so, I mean, like, literally, this. I have, like, 12, like, horrible <laughs> ones. But, like, and I, and I had to stop myself, too. But, okay, so here we are. So Lost Resort was a reality show, and it was, like, the absolute worst because oh my god like if i hate a reality show like <laughs> it's bad that's gotta be really you bad. have a high tolerance for bad reality tv yeah no it's my favorite this was like i wanted to die i would have rather had covid but <laughs> so there's that one and then Kajillionaire. Yeah. It had um like Evan Rachel Wood I and she had like that super big man voice. Yes. I love I Evan s- Rachel Wood, but it was bad. It was great yeah. cast, super indie. I even like was into it after seeing the trailer and God, it was just insufferable. Not the worst movie I saw this year, but it was uh You agree that no. should be on the Like list. yeah, it was it, still it better go. than Last Resort for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then um the Jesus rolls. As that guy. Um, oh yes, this is the uh, spinoff to the Big Lebowski, right? I don't know if that's what it was. Like in this guy, like the it's guy that's in it, I can't remember Lebowski. his name, but he's like, he's like weirdly hot, like in a really weird way, <laughs> like kind of like a Steve Buscemi kind of hot. Like it's <laughs> yeah. not Hold right, on. but Hold it's on. hot. Steve Buscemi kind of hot. Steve Buscemi kind of hot. <laughs> that's let's explore that. Yeah, I that's... love you so much for saying. <laughs> <laughs> we thought Steve Zahn was something, but Steve Buscemi oh. hot is like different level. <laughs> well, I'm like. definitely next level. Um, okay, and then the call, like that was really awful. The call. What is this one? The hell? Wait, which one was the call? I saw the call. So, like there were like these kids that were like assholes to this old lady. Like I don't remember like. I don't remember what they did. It's something about like, or she did something to like somebody's little brother or something. Anyway, so like they're like really horrible to her, and she ends up like killing herself, and like this super old lady. And then like her husband calls them and like has them come over because like she he tells them that she put them in her will or something, but they have to like last 60 seconds on this phone call with her even though she's dead and then they get like a million dollars or something this sounds terrible Uh, it's so bad it is so bad like where do you find these uh, like (laughs) i had some time (laughs) we have to know about the good and the bad and people no keep going i know we're only halfway through your shit list (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah we're just at the beginning <laughs> no. okay so vanished was really horrible and i really had high hopes for it and it was awful vanished well, it had Anne hesh in it in Ooh, in <laughs> vanished like high school theater bad but like <laughs> I mean, I'm like, no, there's no really good high school theater. So like, that's like rude to them. It was like, <laughs> it was, it was something else. It was something bad. Like it was like, you were they like watching were, a play, like a bad play. Yeah. Like a really bad, well, it's like, yeah, just bad. I'm like, I, I don't, 
so know how to say know. it without offending somebody. So <laughs> like, I'm just going to shut up. We're just going to edit. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> okay. And then Camp Getaway was another reality show that was like literally the same level as Lost Resort. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. It was so bad, too. I wanted to like this. I did, too. I kept trying, and I was like, this just keeps getting worse. Is this the one that was like, it was supposed to be like summer camp, but for adults, right? Like, Yeah. I was like, great idea. Like, adults want to get away and do this. And then so once I saw it in the dumbass drama, I was like, pass. It was like the stupidest drama. Like, no, it was dumb. Like, oh, God, so stupid. Oh, good mention, though. I need to know you're made up. Yeah. Okay, category. so... The most um, annoying person of 2020 Ooh. was Jessica from Love is Blind Agreed. because she was 10 years older than Mark. God, couldn't agree more. What? Like, Good. shut up. Shut Nobody up. cares. <laughs> Poor Mark having to, like, shut the fuck up, Jessica. Right? Jessica. Like, God. You old she was whore. so annoying. <laughs> But I'm 10 years older than you. You're just never, I'm fine with it. But I'm 10. Jessica was so fucking annoying for 2020. So agree. Well, well like, I really wanted to, like, poke her in the eye or something worse. Oh, but also, I have one more little made up one. Okay. Oh, hit so, me. the most upsetting scene in a movie. Oh. Yeah. So, Synchronic. Did you guys see that? Oh. Synchronic. Uh, is that the one with Anthony Mackie? Yeah. Nice. So, like, that part where he fucking leaves his dog in another time. Like, he totally could have gone to get his fucking dog, <laughs> and he didn't. And then he comes back with a leash, and I hated him after that. Like, I even liked him as an actor, and now I hate him as an actor. I'm like, you left your fucking dog. <laughs> now you're a dick. I like, I don't care if it's a movie. Get out there and find that story. fucking dog. <laughs> Called the puppy who, who lost his, his way. way. So that yeah, was well, like. Well, you know, he died in the end. Spoiler alert. So I don't care. Oh or actually, I don't think he died. He just like got stuck in some like war zone or whatever. But he totally deserved it because Should've gotten his the dog. dog is like. Yeah. Double spoiler alert. <laughs> he died. He did die. He died. I wish he died. The dog is alert. gone. <laughs> the dog is gone. Don't watch it. <laughs> well, I don't know. He may not have died. I don't know. But I know he was stuck in the war zone for the rest of his life until he dies. So good. Like, good fuck you, Anthony Matthew. I love that in a year just rich with the saddest long boring indie movies like in a yes. long while you find the saddest moment of the year to be with this dog and synchronic <laughs> chronic choices <laughs> dank pick no that was an awesome list you did well knew you would Good job, Thanks. sister. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Of course. We'll call you later. Thank you for having me. Okay. You're awesome. Talk to you Thanks, soon. Thanks, Rochelle. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. bye. Nailed it. Crunch, oh, crunch, y'all. So good. Sister, nailing it. That's, wow. Well done. Yeah, great list. Can y'all believe that she is our older sister? No. <laughs> she definitely sounds like our little baby sis. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Okay. Let's keep it going. We got a couple more here, and these are good. Yeah, I'm loving where this is going. I need a phlegm break. 
starting to hear a couple of the things that I wanted to hear. We heard about Promising Young Woman, was into that. Still not the, like, you know, we heard Ozark and Shit's Creek out of yeah, Bonnie. Yeah, that, that was good. Still, a lot more newer ones, still, like other ones that I wasn't expecting to hear tonight. Still waiting to hear about some Dave, some Dead to Me, some Snowfall. It would just make my night if someone said Snowfall. All right. Back at it. Hey, bro. You're on the mic with Mick out of Denver, Colorado. We got entertainment writer, film critic, and one of my best friends for over 30 years. Michael Jenny, what's up, brother? <laughs> hey, guys. What's going on? Thanks so much for having me. I'm good. How are y'all? Good. So good now that you're on with us. Heard you're squeezing us in before a date. <laughs> going anywhere good. I would really love to chat about that, but we do need to hear your love. I know. I mean, really... That could be like a whole other like series of yes. podcasts. We'll bring Michael on for another episode for top five dates and Everybody bottom dates. Wants, and yeah, everyone wants to hear dates. about those. That, that, that deserves its own episode. Let's get into your list. Did you do shows, movies, a little bit of both? What you got? I actually did just shows just because like the movie theaters were closed last year, so I really didn't actually see a bunch of movies so i was just binging on netflix last year Same. we're hearing a lot of shows so far what you got my top one favorite show of 2020 was definitely in the dark really the one about the uh the blind yes uh, the blind girl she's like an alcoholic and she tries to investigate her like friends you know murder that got killed and then just like it just turns into like a whole crazy kind of like breaking bad situation. Ooh. It's just nuts. It's really good. I need to hear. And I need how, to get cool. into this. How many seasons of there? There's two seasons of it, and there's rumored to be a season three, but we haven't quite confirmed that. Rumor alert. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Into the blind, like that one. <laughs> All right, in the blind, solid choice. What else you got? In the dark. In the dark, Blake. <laughs> Into the black. In okay, so this is going to be kind of like I don't know if y'all have seen this, but this is a reality show. Of course, I've that seen it. has like spawned a new Dancing with a Star contestant, but it's called Selling Sunset on uh, Netflix. I've seen every episode. Oh my God, Blair. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Okay, first off, those homes are fucking incredible. And then how did you feel about the Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> I know. Well, I think I like watched like one of Chrishell's, like performances or whatever, and I was like, damn, she's terrible. But she's, she's so better pretty. on the as a real estate. She's agent. better on selling sunset for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but no, that was just such a juicy love the drama. Dramatic, yeah. like good music, good people shot watching. Well. Yeah, Shawa. It was just a really good reality show that I was surprised that Netflix picked up and they're actually um filming they just confirmed for season four and season five really wow okay yeah well, of course so. i hate myself that i'll be saying them all yeah okay what else <laughs> you guys are terrible saws of sunset awesome you want to know my third yeah it's called dead to me with christina apple you know what right it. before we got you on the phone i was like i'm really hoping we hear about some dave some dead to me some oh. snowfall dead to me dead Thank to you. me dead to me was awesome i binged so hard that was literally good. binged it like 
the whole for like when season two came out i think it was like yeah last may of 2020 i think i watched it in the whole first weekend yeah same it was so good. well done. I thought it was going to be like a little depressing at first. Like when I was seeing what the story was, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be into it. Episode one, I was wrapped in. And then every episode after I was like, just hooked. Yeah. And she actually got nominated for an Emmy award for best actress. So I really liked really? that. Cause I mean, Y'all, y'all have to remember Christina Applegate. Don't tell mom the babysitter's um, dead. Obviously, Mick. What about that Zsa Zsa diamond ring you bought for Cynthia? <laughs> <laughs> no. Never seen dead. <laughs> yes. So glad you said dead to me. Okay, what else? Um, The next one I have is, this is kind of, I mean, everyone loved this, but... I really liked The Queen's Gambit. Oh, love it. First time we've heard about The Queen's Gambit? How was it the first time? That's ridiculous. I got that, that sucked was... in hard on that one. I did too. And like, I'm not like a like chess player. Like, no, I've played like, like twice in my life. I know, like into like history and stuff. But it was just that girl that was in um, The Witch. And then she was in Split, Split. with James she McAvoy. She was great in, as she, this character. Yeah. She's such a good actress. And not yeah. many people can pull off that haircut. I swear to God. That, I the know, color right? <laughs> with the bangs and the cut. Like, you show me another face that can pull that off like she can. <laughs> I mean, I did focus on that other than the chest. That film. was yeah. the best non comedy show of the year, yeah. hands down. It really was. That was a really good show. I liked that a lot. And then for the fifth and final, Blake already knows this, but like, how could you not say Shit's Creek? Of course it's Shit's Creek. Oh, of course. It's, it's, this should be on everybody's list or like get out of here. Had to be on there. That was the best comedy for the year. They sweeped the Emmys. They, I mean. As um, they should. They won everything. Best actress, best, best actor, yes. everything. They, they won it all. They deserve it all. They That's really awesome. do. It was one of the like most well done shows. If you're not obsessed with every character, then like I just don't understand you. And like I'm not like a laugh out loud type of person, but that show makes me literally laugh yes. out loud. <laughs> Agree. Like I just like scream at the TV. Like it's hilarious. So good. The writing is brilliant. You love everybody. I mean, it's perfection. They make it seem like it's so easy to make. So, so you're disappointed in them that it's like over. Like, like you, you know, you can make more. Just as you become the number one show, like you decide to end it. That sucks. I know. Why did they do that? I was actually kind of pretty sad about that. Right. What was the worst thing that you saw? Um. So it's funny. I was talking to my sister Paige, and I was like, "What should I say about like Pachina. the worst TV shows?" What did Paige and have to say about it? So basically. My opinion on that is, like, I don't really have a top worst show because if something's bad, I can tell in, like, the first 30 minutes. So I don't even watch the show. Yeah, I'm not even finished it. But I could, like, give y'all a list of, like, what other people thought. Yeah. What's one that you definitely know was, like, on the I mean, list? literally, and it's so funny because, like, I was like, Paige, I don't even know any of these fucking shows that are on <laughs> i was like and she's like well obviously they're the worst shows of the year yeah. so why would you why would you know them right um i mean penny dreadful what is that <laughs> like do you know this no i haven't um, either I no know. oh and then i saw that my um i don't usually watch a lot of like broadcast like abc nbc shows but 
I really got hooked into the show called Big Sky with oh. Ryan Phillippe. And they put that on their top 50 of worst TV shows of 2020. I fucking loved it. She was awesome. I'm so glad you said said that. that. Uh, We had Dee Dee Pfeiffer on the show just a few weeks ago, who's in Big Sky. She's like the den mother that runs the office. Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer's sister. And she would love to hear you defend some Big Sky. I loved Big Sky. I got like super into it. I liked the characters. I liked where they took it. I mean, I was, I, again, way better than what I thought, like what, again, what you're like initially expecting for ABC. And then you're like, I am wrapped in. No, I totally loved Big Sky, but, and then I was going to put this on my top five and now I'm looking at this as number 26 of the worst uh, (laughs) TV shows, but it was called Hollywood. Did y'all see that? I did see Hollywood. That was pretty good. I liked Hollywood. That was the... I um, did too. Uh, what's his name? Does American Horror Story... Oh, oh Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. Oh. Yes, he did Hollywood. Yeah, the creator. Yes, he did Hollywood. Now, that was good. And Dylan McDermott was in it, actually. And Dylan yeah, McDermott was. was like kind of the best part of it. He was His character was like the best. That was awesome. Um, yeah, I, I did like that one. Well done. And what about Ratchet with Sarah Paulson? They're putting that as number 15 as the worst. Really? I liked Ratchet. I I felt like it it. tried to be American Horror Story. I was kind of like confusing, but I do love Sarah Paulson. So, wait, was it good? Like, should I check it out? I mean, I I got a couple shows in and I enjoyed it. Again, like, I like her. So it got me and I got into it, but I felt like I was watching a new season of American Horror Story and was like confused. Yeah, what I heard yeah. about it was it was like American Horror Story, but not as good. And I'm I, I, right. I finished it was kind the season. Of like that. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I got through it. Give it give it a try. All right, Mick. What about your made up category? What did you go with? Okay, so um this is kind of like a throwback to nineteen ninety nine, but my best kiss of all time, and they also won a MTV movie award for this was Sarah Michelle Geller and Selma Blair in Cruel Intentions. <laughs> Just like made up your own category, best kiss of all time, throwing out the year. Yeah, I don't even just, care about twenty twenty. I just like just all time best kiss. It'll ever. always be the best kiss. It will always be the like. Then the, what is your best kiss of this year? Like of twenty twenty? Yeah. Any memorable best kisses? <clears throat> um. I'd probably have to say Patrick and David in Shit's Creek. Oh, I'm so well glad you said that. Agreed. They definitely win. Well, and yeah, I love them. And we will give a uh, generation award for kissing to Cruel Intentions from 1999, <laughs> the <laughs> Michelle Gellar, <laughs> Selma Blair kiss. Well, of course. Congratulations <laughs> on your generation award. <laughs> Call in for your crunchy anytime you want. Well, Mick, I know you got to go. You got a date. For Where are you going? Where are you going? What are y'all doing? Yeah, what are y'all doing? Tell us about your date. Tell us about your date real quick. Goofy golf? What's going on? He yeah. says he's driving like right now. And I was like, well, I'm going to be on a podcast. And he's like, well, I'm driving to the bar right now. So I guess he's just going to get us a table. But it's this little place called Buffalo Rose. They got live music and outdoor patios. And I can walk there because I've, you know, had a couple cocktails. So it's nice. Right on. How fun. We'll have the best date. And thanks for getting crunchy with us. Of course. I'm a crunchy fan for life. Thank you, Meg. Appreciate it. Call you soon. Thanks. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Well, I am excited to continue. But before we do, let's take a break. This episode of Something Crunchy is brought to you by Podcorn. 
Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to excellent sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads like this mid-roll, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. We at Something Crunchy proudly use Podcorn ourselves and get many of our paid sponsorships through this platform. It's easy to use, free to use, and it's a must-have even with a very small audience. Podcasters can browse and choose opportunities right on the site, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is there to support you along the way to ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do. If you're a fellow podcaster or thinking of getting into podcasting, sign up at podcorn.com. Also, there's a link for you directly in those show notes. Don't wait to monetize your podcast when you can get started today. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to Something Crunchy, and we hope you're enjoying the episode. It now pays to crunch down every week because we're hooking you up with big discounts from big brands. Up to 35% off Invicta watches using code CRUNCHY and apparel from 8080, where in addition to 10% off using code CRUNCHY, every dollar you spend goes towards an entry in their dream car giveaway. Don't forget to join the Something Crunchy Facebook group for updates, polls, and the web's crunchiest memes. You can find us on Twitter at crunch underscore cast, and feel free to send any questions and track submissions to somethingcrunchy at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the show. All right, let's get the party going. Hello. All right. Good friend of the show bringing some Boston vibes to the party. Let's welcome Kat Delaney. How are you? Hey, Kat. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Crunch Cast. How are you? Good. You know, having some wine. Right on. Yes. I am excited to get into your list. Did you go with shows or movies? Uh, Show. It's all about the shows this year. Okay, let's see what you all have. About the shows. There was like no good movies. I agree. I mean, can we talk about how horrible Wonder Woman 1984 was? I almost couldn't even get through it. We can talk about how horrible Wonder Woman 1984 was. So what I liked least about it was its three and a half hourness <laughs> and how it started off okay, and then it quickly turned into a bad movie, but it didn't stop there. <laughs> It was horrible. The was... only good thing about that movie was getting to look at her. Everyone agrees. <laughs> well said. <laughs> I was going to say my bone is there was no nudity. <laughs> you know, you never get the nudity that you're looking for in like the superhero movies these right? days. It's a real bummer. So Kat, tell us about the shows. What do we like? Okay. So the show that came out this year and is probably like my number one show of the year is Ted Lasso. I was hoping someone would say Ted Lasso. Now, this is one of the only shows that I have been excited about that I haven't had the opportunity to get into. Tell us about Ted Lasso. Yeah, why I need you to hear like about it. this. Is it just purely it's, the Jason Sudeikis factor or the writing? All of well, the above? he's always the main factor, but quality. So funny, and it was like heartwarming, but hilarious. And I just like I pretty much finished it in two days. I know he's a coach. Is it a rugby team that he's soccer. coaching? Soccer. Uh, soccer. Football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nailed it, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a football coach for like some D school and I think like Tennessee and they recruit him to 
coach like a pro soccer team in London, which you all know that's a big deal. Yeah. And I love Jason Sudeikis, so I feel like I need to see this. Such a big deal you need to see football instead of soccer. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Whoa. 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 Impress those across the pond. (laughs) And and then my other one is dead to me. Oh, again. Another vote for dead to me. Yes. This is all over my list. Is again, I have finished Dead to Me in two seconds. Like I loved it. <laughs> Dead to Me was awesome. And there's awesome. a new season coming out. Thank God, season I need three's it. coming out. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I need another mm-hmm. season. Marvelous Miss Maisel. Ooh. Oh, good one. And then the other one that was really good is um, the Morning Show, which is Apple again. So yeah. good. I did saw see the Morning, morning Show. show. Mm-hmm. I got way into Steve that. Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon. That was good. That's supposed to have another season coming back really? at some point, right? Uh, is there? I don't know. I believe so. I, I think so. I think it was delayed like everything else, but that was quality. Oh, good one on the list. Yes. Nicely done. So if there's any sci-fi geeks out there, this one is a little weird. We like But it, it ended up, the second season was actually a lot better. It was Altered Carbon. Did anyone see that? Ooh, tell me about Netflix. it because I do like things like this. So Okay. So it's pretty much like humans are saved in like a memory chip and they and their bodies are like sleeves. They can like move bodies with their chips. And it's like eternal life. Cool. Sounds oh. awesome. Kind of sounds the like first season's, but yeah. that's cool. The second season's way better. Where do you watch this on? Netflix. Ooh. Netflix. Good. Oh, I love this. I'm gonna have so much good stuff to watch after this. Yeah, solid Rex. All right, what are we awarding for the crappiest stuff that you saw this year? I mean, I, the only thing I can think of that was that bad was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman yeah. was mm-hmm. horrible. I had really mm-hmm. high expectations for that. I did too because I loved the first one. The first one was so good. It was, mm-hmm. and it- you can't really go wrong with Gal Gadot. I mean. It kind of reminded me of Captain Marvel, where the trailers were good, a lot of hype, a lot of marketing like dollars thrown mm-hmm. in it, and it just wasn't that good of a movie. Nope. And why did they make it three and a half hours? Like, who has time for that? <laughs> no one. I don't know. If it wasn't, it was it's your way three too and long. Half hours. All right. It so, what bad. about your completely made up category? What did you go with? Um, what was that again? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was going to be on the test. <laughs> did you Did you have a completely made up category? I did look at it. I didn't really think of anything except for like the what the fuck moments. Yeah, and that usually comes with my husband. Yes. Oh yes. Okay. Yes. Did he have anything to say on it? Where I have the most of those moments are when pertaining to him <laughs> today. I went into our, so he leaves his clothes everywhere, socks, clothes everywhere. But I had to draw the line today when I went into my room and he just threw the clothes next to the dirty laundry bin and didn't put them in there. Why do they do this? 2020's WTF moment of the year. Yes, that is biggest (laughs) off-screen WTF moment Capital One, what's in your wallet? Yes. Brought to you by White Claw. And Capital One, what's in your wallet? <laughs> Cat's husband leaving the laundry. Damn it, Mike. Next to the laundry basket. This is unforgivable. This is where I draw the line. What would Mike's like, what the fuck moment be? God, nothing. I'm perfect. In his defense, <laughs> you are perfect. Cat. I will say. There's a direct correlation between distance from the hamper and wearability factor when it comes to dirty it, laundry. 
it, he put it next to it. No, Tyler totally. understands because he does this as well. One hundred percent, he can wear that again tomorrow, and he plans um, to. Okay, that <laughs> yes. would be the only like you multiply the feet reason. by the stink, yeah. and that gives you the wearability factor. That's right. Okay, an algorithm, a scale from one to pi. <laughs> <laughs> Will you guys tell me a, a show that like has been popular that maybe I didn't see? All over that. So glad that you asked. Popular shows. One of my favorites and no one's talking about is Dave. Great comedy. FXX. Little Dicky. Mm. Yes. Okay, Little I Dick. did see. Okay, I had no idea who Little Dicky was. And I did hear that Dave was great. I saw the first episode and I actually got really into it. Dave I is amazing. More than that. But Dave, is, it was really funny. Dave is awesome. Okay. Um, I would say Snowfall. Love Snowfall. That deserves Never to be talked about. It. On right now, it's on like season four. I've heard you four. talk about the. It just keeps getting better and better. That's okay. supposed, that's so good. Um, Your Honor on Showtime gets a lot of love. A lot of people are talking about WandaVision. Surprise, no one has mentioned Cobra Kai. Um, Cobra Kai. The yeah. Umbrella. I want to love it, but I don't. I don't. Love or it. Tiger King. Tiger King. That's we, been we, a we lot. Got some, yeah. you know we got some love for Tiger King. We got some love for Tiger King. <laughs> Uh, the Umbrella Academy, Dark. Oh yeah, that was good. The boys. You saw the Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. The last yep, dance. Uh, if you haven't seen the Queen's Gambit, I mean, get after it. Okay. Have you seen the Queen's I'm Gambit? I'm in a show right. No, I have not. Oh, it's on Netflix. You're the okay. last person in America that hasn't seen the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's actually kind of a big deal to have you on the podcast. Well, I'm actually going to watch. Yeah. We should be interviewing you kind of separate from all this. Breaking news. Breaking news. We're honored. (laughs) Only person that never saw. Well, I'm going to watch it tonight. Exciting stuff. Kat, so good to have you on. Thank you so much for your list. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the info. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. Kat, bringing it. I like that she asked us too. Like, what do yeah, you hear? What's like, good? What, what like, do what, I what, need what, to be what watching? What am I missing? What's going on here? What's not on my list? I like that. Keeping it going. Let's finish strong here. Yeah. Bring a little family into the equation. Ooh. Hello. And we're live on the Crunch Box with the one and only Adam Berman out of Kansas City. What's up, Brezen? Yay, Adam! <laughs> yeah. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Good to have so you. So glad you're here. Yeah. I am pumped to get you on. Let's hear your list, man. Did you go with <clears throat> movies or shows? Please tell me you went with movies. A uh, mixture of both. Okay, That'll good. For me. That's fine. Good to hear. What do you got for us, Adam? So, first one, I'm not going to go in any particular order, but. You don't need to. Uh, Hunters on Amazon. Hunters. Tell us about Hunters. Yes. Not even heard of Hunters. Missed it. What? Not even heard of Hunters. And I have Amazon. I should be... So imagine Al Pacino playing an old Jew that lived through the Holocaust. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. How have we not seen that? Wait, is so it, is it a... Al Pacino playing an old yeah. Jew? Okay. All right. A real Al Pacino. Because I was yeah. just imagining like, actually it. Actually, Al was or like... someone like Al. <laughs> Who's going to play yeah. Al? <laughs> Al Borland exactly. plays Al Pacino. Okay, and you loved oh. it. He can play somebody from Cuba. He can play somebody from a te- from Italy. That's right. Yeah, he can play an old Jew. Okay, so, so it's you about liked no- it. Oh no, I loved it. Yeah, it's it's a kind of a Nazi revenge movie. Like that. Good start. All right. What else did you love? Uh, Mandalorian. 
Mandalorian. I knew we were going to hear that at some point tonight. No one has mentioned <laughs> it's it yet. It's on some lists, There's I one. feel. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, Adam, I'm kind of a Star Wars nerd. That's but... That was my question. Do you have to be a Star Wars nerd to love the Mandalorian? Can you know nothing about Star Wars? I can't say that because I am a Star Wars nerd. but Hard to answer. Understood. I feel like you can... It takes place, which I found out later, it takes place at the same time as the first Star Wars movie, so... You can kind of watch that first, so like, and it the, it doesn't really have anything to do with the original three movies. I feel like that and Ted Lasso are the only things I've been really missing out on this year. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, one frame of The Mandalorian, but I've seen every meme possible. Yeah, it's like, right. It, I mean, there's there's a Baby Yoda. I mean, you can't not love that. Yeah. That thing Everybody is loves a, that. a meme yeah, magnet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you don't know anything about Star Wars, you know Yoda. Definitely. Still love Baby Yoda. For sure. All right, what else we got? Uh, Westworld season three. Nice. That was that's a good show. I can't believe it's only no. I love season that show. Three. I feel like that's been on for like At years and years, seven or eight years. I, but I, it's the same. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, this one was different because it was you know it wasn't in the park. I guess where the first two seasons took right. place. So, and like that made it cool though. It kind of like breathe some life into it like not that it needed it after only two seasons because it was still really good no it, it yeah it was kind of cool it, i like it totally changed it up yeah it brought them out of the park and into the real world and see how they exist so right I and i kind of like the whole robot revenge movie you know oh yeah i feel like this genre. has a big following and yeah. there's a lot of people that agree with you so we have some nazi revenge and some robot revenge and i, I feel <laughs> there's like a these theme are, here yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the revenge genre really call me adam sandler but i like revenge movies yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get as much love and attention as it should especially during award season this time of year no one's talking about revenge flicks like they should be Right. It goes into the backstory, too, so it kind of explains the first two seasons. That's what's good about it, too. What more, other, more story. Yeah. What other revenge flicks do we have going on? Well, the other two aren't. They're movies, Ooh. but um, Tenet. I don't know if you've seen that. Christopher Nolan's yes. Tenet. Yes, right. it was billed to me as like a James Bond movie on acid and the effects and all that were really cool but it was just like missing some substance there was something that, like that movie you was missing a more. it was definitely eye oh, candy I definitely liked it it's super I wa- hard to follow it is I had to watch pro- it, I had to watch it twice to like so that's why I was I had to watch it three times to like it's kind of like Inception it is kind of yeah, like Inception to- you have to re- I watch it a couple times after that third time it. you really start to like it for sure <laughs> well so I had a I had a theory that I might like be able to comprehend everything if I was baked <laughs> great theory you didn't come on and baked. then I I got baked and I watched it and I feel like I totally understood everything but the problem is. <laughs> I couldn't remember. remember what, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember what happened the next day when I wanted to. Yeah. yeah, that's the fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so, like I loved it, but I couldn't tell you a damn so thing when you, about it. When you were in the Matrix, you were like totally. I'm like everything <laughs> makes sense right now. The people from the future created technology to make things from the past go. Yeah, no, like it all made sense, and then I tried to explain it the next day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so there's a guy, and yeah, nice. there's one guy he's wearing red, and then this guy wearing blue. And wearing doing we're gonna have time. to get banged for me to explain this to you. Red. Yeah. If I was a highly functioning marijuana holic, then I can figure it out. But yeah, you're a low functioning. <laughs> 
a stoner. Yeah, okay. no. That's it funny. all makes sense in my head. I just can't. <laughs> I've heard a lot of things. I've never heard marijuana holic before. That's a great term. Oh, it is. <laughs> I mean, I try. <laughs> <laughs> all right. News alert. Something crunchy. Henceforth shall be known as marijuana holics. <laughs> <laughs> the marijuana holics. <laughs> a place for stoner comedy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Hit me with the last one. Ten. We got very cerebral list so far. Finish See, that's list. the kind of shit that I like, but the last one that's probably my favorite one, I apparently was released in 2019 technically, but in America in 2020. The gentleman. Yes. You know we've already combated our sister with this <laughs> Right. She agrees with But you. I raised the argument. I raised the argument. Okay. I like that you showed your work that it was released 2019. It's teeters on across the, edge. the seas 2020 here. Yeah, it was January 24th, 2020 in America. So <laughs> I just love that you fact checked the exact yeah, date. Oh like, no, I did. Funny thing is, I saw it in Ukraine actually in the theater. Do you? Oh, but, that's oh. right. <laughs> Wait, but it happened in 2020. <laughs> so okay, because I was gonna say you just walked yourself right out of your loophole. If yeah. You yeah. No, but when you watch Ukraine a movie in, in a in a country where they speak Russian and they, it's all in captions in English, but they speak Russian in the movie, it's really funny. Wow. So you. It adds a whole new dynamic. So oh, you definitely. read that movie in Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when they say "cunt" every five seconds, like I'm laughing, and it takes them five minutes to figure it out. Why it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've read the dialogue before it's been said, and you right. I'm like, I, I understand what they're saying. It Billy American to read it, to read it, up. and comprehend to start laughing. So yeah, I was always about 15 seconds ahead of everybody in the theater. Trying to picture you in the middle of a Ukrainian movie theater laughing at the most while they're reading the subset while they're reading the subtitles, and I'm going, he said cunt. <laughs> no, that was uh, Guy Ritchie's best movie in a long time. No, that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. I mean, since Snatch, like one of my favorite movies of all time. Like right. he's had some good stuff, but Body that was search? the only one that could ever almost lead up to it. Right. Um, and Hugh Hugh Grant, like, where, yeah, came, I didn't, I didn't even know he nowhere. could do that. I know. Yeah, yeah. he was. It was he such played a the Bricktop character. character he did Snatch. play the Bricktop yeah. character. He, oh no. Yeah. Came out of nowhere with yeah. his one-dimensional ass and then blew <laughs> I, us away and gentlemen. I, I have a whole newfound respect for that dude. The for John sure. Travolta of 2020. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Who knew? Who knew? The John Travolta <laughs> Award goes and to Hugh Grant. Colin Farrell had, like, talent a little bit, but... No, yeah, he, no I liked I no Colin idea. Farrell's character a no, lot. No, I did, too. I mean, now, I'm saying, a lot like, of people I, could I have been casted for that role, but he really did crush it. He did Right, I halfway expected him to do good, but yeah, not Hugh Grant. That was insane. No, that was like surprisingly <laughs> good for Hugh Grant. Yeah. Right. All right, so double honorable mensch for the gentleman on teetering on the 2019-2020 border. <laughs> Re remember that good Guy Ritchie movie from three years ago? <laughs> Top <No>. awards. <laughs> I mean, January 24th, look it up. <laughs> He did the, the research. He did the research. You know, you know he came in, he was like, I'll see your fact check, and I'll raise I'll you a it. fact check. Yeah. I'll raise you. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate that, Adam. No, yeah. I went all in. And it's also because like I don't usually watch newer stuff as soon as it comes out, and that was one of the ones that I was really looking forward to. So. Right. Yeah, that was surprisingly yeah. good. Like sure. I needed some Guy Ritchie good stuff in my life. So. Right. For sure. Let's flip the script. What was the worst thing that you saw this year? Surprisingly, 
this one was harder than normal. Usually, I you know find something to complain about a lot easier than <laughs> it something. Usually presents good. itself pretty easily. Well, but with like movies and TV shows, I purposely don't watch stuff that I don't think I'm gonna like. Right. Yeah. Naturally. But the craft legacy. <laughs> The oh. craft legacy that I was, had to watch it. I had of course. that. Was, how can you not watch it? That's the sequel to the craft. It was the reboot. Well, it's kind uh, of a reboot slash sequel slash yeah, whatever you want to call it. It wasn't what you wanted it to be. Oh god! I checked in on it Adam was, and was like, "How's your list coming along?" And he was like, "Oh man, he was like, I was struggling with my worst, but I think I got it." And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> no, I literally I, I had to pull up a list of movies that released in 2020 <laughs> and i saw that on there i'm like i've never seen that i wanted to it's, you know i love the first one i grew up it was like For part sure. of my life as yes. a kid yeah i was a little weirdo and fucking wearing black and whatever yeah I always, it was terrible i always I forget her name that. but uh nancy the, the chick that played mary jane and half baked uh-huh. who oh, was in the craft yeah yeah i forgot her name in the craft but yeah i, for, I forgot her name altogether but i shouldn't have because she's she's deserving of being remembered fondly okay so yeah yeah and, and so i i was asking adam like you know what so what do you got and he was like yeah i found a worse he was like i'm i went with a reboot and i was like ooh, uh coming to america he was like no and i was like bill and ted <laughs> he was like no no and i was like oh you said reboot not sequel didn't even think about it he didn't tell me what it was but now it makes sense the craft yeah that was pretty garbage yeah i mean it was so messagey you know about it, like social issues and stuff which it was is is important to talk about in society but like don't throw it into a, into a reboot craft. of a cult a cult classic <laughs> that i fucking love like no don't I, ruin that shit like yeah it's don't spoon feed it in movies there's like, a time and place and it's so it's obvious just, when they do it too the whole movie like 98 percent of it was focused on like social issues and like two percent of it was on let's do a couple little witchy things you know, and the craft reboot. Right. Here you yeah. go. It, it literally could have been called anything <laughs> because it had nothing to do with witchcraft, you know, and be like social justice warrior movie part two. Like, part the political. And I agree craft. with that shit most of the, mostly, but like, don't ruin a movie that I love. So, right. Just keep the message out of the movie. It just has nothing to do with the I craft. mean, in the, in the first one, you know, they had a couple things like Christine Taylor. You know, had like said a couple of racist things and like it dealt with bullies and stuff like that. So, for sure, it had stuff that had to do with like social problems at the time. But this one was like, we're going to throw it all in your face. A little overkill. Was a little yeah. Overkill. I mean, and if you're trying to convince somebody that doesn't agree with you, the worst thing you can do is just throw it in their face, <laughs> you know, and yeah. hope that they accept it. But that's like the fastest way to get somebody yeah. to turn off. Typically, not how it, it. works. For no, sure, it, it it was it was clever in the first movie, you know. And this one, the only connection this one had to the old one was the ending. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but it kind of connects. Yeah, I mean, there's Nancy at the end, who's the girl's, you know, mother because she was adopted and she didn't find out until the end. Right. So that's basically the only thing that connects it that, to. And that, and that was cool. Like you were waiting for like some kind of connection, like even right. Just I mean, the, cameo or they something. had a little a few Easter eggs hidden here and there. Like, you know, we are the weirdos. Like when somebody said, be careful of the weirdos out there, you know, there's a couple lines. I only caught like, but overall it was super disappointing. It was. <laughs> what about your completely made up category? What'd you choose? So this goes back to Westworld, okay. uh, with most bangable robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> 
god, that is like best meetup category. I'm like, yet. this is the most confusing thing I've ever seen. Is it nice. just like, like a hot robot? Okay, because I'm what? trying to think. Yeah, of, I'm I trying mean, to think if so, who would contend for most bangable robots, and immediately. Oh, I'm there's thinking, a lot to choose from. I'm thinking from her. I'm thinking Ex Machina. Ooh, I'm thinking like Ex Machina is well, good too. Short mm, circuit. Right. No, and I mean, if I wasn't already in love with. Charlie Johansson before the movie Her. Yeah. yeah. That this is movie. 2020 hottest big right. robot. Yes, it right. is. So that has to come from Westworld season three. Ooh, uh, good Adam. That's like <laughs> best award of the <laughs> evening. So I mean, like robot. Dolores is like the main character of Westworld. Like, you know, she wants to end humanity as we know it. And even knowing all that, I'm still oddly attracted to her. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally cross that man machine barrier without thinking twice, you know? <laughs> I don't care. I get it. <laughs> she might kill me after it's over, but he would break the man machine barrier. For her, yeah. <laughs> For her. No, I could get into like a programmable girlfriend. Like, I mean I think that I can build a girlfriend before I can find one out in the wilds now at this point. Stop. Weird, like, I look over and Blake's like become her. Like it does what it's told. It goes back in the chip. <laughs> Did you get you don't know what pain is. I will delete you. I mean, let's turn your there's positives and negatives up to 12. <laughs> there's positives and negatives for sure. Definitely. <laughs> I can tell you put a lot of thought about it. <laughs> love I mean, this, and I'm really appreciative. By show of hands. Try to be legit, you know? Show of hands. Who's banged a machine before? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, everybody, everybody. Yeah, I, hands are up. I definitely had like a. I've had attachments. I don't know that it's been Full. inside of a machine. <laughs> like, because I haven't, I haven't had the flashlight experience uh, that Tyler has. No, I'm talking like non-sex toy, inanimate like machine that you used as a sex toy, like a VCR. Sure, yeah, <laughs> like a toaster. What are you trying? Yeah. To... Sure, yeah, toaster. Ow. Uh-huh. I, I fucked a vacuum. I mean, maybe just <laughs> told you not to bother me. Yeah, I told you not to bother room. me cleaning my room. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we are related, aren't we? We are, definitely. Gail <laughs> <Kale> swallows. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, no, I'm good trying job, to, Adam. I mean, I've pretty much fucked near anything. You're not leaving me hanging. <laughs> on. I fucked a vacuum. I'm trying to, we're I'm, moving on. No, I'm not leaving you hanging. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help you out and trying to think of something weird I fucked. <laughs> I mean, weird is relative, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> weird is relative. It's a crowd a whole other segment here. Weird is relative. That's did you not weird. remember the segment? Would you fuck it? <laughs> we, we did. We had oh, a, you already did that? Yeah, we, we had a whole this. segment. Did like 40 minutes on that. <laughs> There's always enough around two. Though. We blew that load in season two. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, you are the man. Thank yes. you so much for joining us. You had a really strong list. Yes. And really, I think that was the best made-up category yet. Most bangable robot. Really appreciate the tangents <laughs> so we were good. able to get off of that. Good stuff. Thank you so much for joining us. A for effort. Thank you, yes. Adam. <laughs> we'll, call right. you, we'll call you soon, brother. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Wow. Nicely done. <laughs> now that like that wrapped wow, it up. and just great tied, tied a sweet bow on it. 
Adam did his homework. Adam did his homework. Bonnie did her homework. Yep. Yeah, like every, everyone, everyone there. Yes, Michael Everybody came did prepared. Great. Except for Evan. Um, except for Evan. <laughs> yeah, Rochelle was on point. Rochelle was like, you want to hear my one? I'll give you 12. <laughs> Sit back. Sit back and relax. I got you one. Yeah. I raise you 11. This is something Rochelle now. <laughs> something sister. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of things that didn't get mentioned once. Okay. Let's talk about a couple of good movies. We heard at least once Promising Young Woman. Yeah. It's going to happen. Deserve to be there. Yeah. No one mentioned Palm Springs or, oh. I, or I Care a Lot. Um, Palm Springs. That was. Andy Samberg. Yes. That was like I the, the best stuck that. in time Groundhog Day style movie yeah. in like Agreed. years. Very well done. That like got me way more than I thought. I loved Palm Springs. Yeah. That was awesome. No one mentioned The Invisible Man. Was really surprised about that. Elizabeth that was Moss. 2020. 2020, The Invisible Man. Feels like five years ago. I feel like that should get the Miles Teller Award of like, we mentioned it so many times. Like, Invisible Man gets the Miles Teller Award for 2020. I love that. Just, and, that does, and that does make sense. The Miles Teller Award. <laughs> because in season one, we randomly mentioned Miles Teller, just completely unscripted, more than any other name all season. For no reason. Didn't like, even I'm, know we were fans of Miles Teller, yeah. but he just got brought up like two twice, dozen times twice later. Episode, like for his season. <laughs> The Miles Teller Award for most brought up. I mean, it would either have to be. I feel like we just talked about the Invisible Man like quite a bit. Can that compete with Devin Sawa? Ooh, Ooh. we did talk about Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa might have to take down the Miles Teller Award this year. I don't know, Tyler. You are the deciding factor. He's the winner. Devin (laughs) Sawa. You know he's the winner in my book, so I'm good with that. Wow! Congrats. Devin Sawa checking the envelopes for the the Miles Teller Award winner. (laughs) 2021 goes to call in. We'll send out your crunchy. That's great. Well, if we are going to have the Miles Teller Award winner, then we should go ahead and throw in the Steve Zahn Award, (laughs) (laughs) recognizing the most attractive in the industry (laughs) for the year. Yeah, the Steve Zahn, obviously the hottest. If you're just joining us. Drip, don't, drip, don't get why that's funny. Steve's on award. What was it? Back in Crunchtober when we were talking about hottest horror movies and Blair was like, oh, Joyride. We were like, oh, yeah, Paul Walker for sure. And he's I mean, I mean, Steve's on. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Walker was in it too. It cool. I don't know what it is about Steve Zahn that I just love. So who's going to win the Steve Zahn Award for uh, hottest person just of like 2020? Hottest of the year. Uh, David. He won People of the Year. Like I, we can piggyback on that. Yeah. Uh, oh. Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Uh, um, Daniel Levy. Daniel Levy gets my vote all day. Really? All right. Yeah. I mean, that's two out of three. I'll jump on that. We can go ahead and award Daniel Levy the. <laughs> you know, he won last year in the Crunchies, if I recall. I think he won Best Comedic Male Actor. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> yeah, that, that I believe you're right. absolutely correct. Feels right. You know, I'm a little disappointed he didn't call throughout the year to pick up his crunchy. <laughs> or he's got two waiting. Yeah. Somebody let him know. Pick up 2019 and 2020 crunchies. <laughs> Excuse me, your Steve Zahn yeah. hottest person in the year award is here. <laughs> I know you're going to be interested. You're uh, stacking up a box of crunchies here in the studio. We need to reach Stop out to by, your people. Pick up a box. <laughs> Okay, no one brought up The Way Back with Ben Affleck, No Bad Boys for Life, or Bill and Ted. Um, I'm surprised no one yeah. brought up The Sound of Metal or really any of these other Oscar movies. They should have at least be brought up. The Dig, News of the World, none of these. The Little Things with um, oh, Denzel. Denzel, Rami Malek, Jared Leto, 
That was pretty good. Uh, I also liked Breaking News in the other County that just came out. That was solid. Uh, one of my favorite movies that's come out recently was The White Tiger. Long, but very good. Netflix, really good. And that's up for Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, one or the other. For Oscar movies, I saw them all. Nomadland, Judas and the Black Messiah, First Cow, Minari, One Night in Miami, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Uh, I've literally heard of like zero of these. And Promising Young Woman is in there, and so is The Father, which I didn't see. Nomadland, that was, and that's supposed to win, and I guess it's only supposed to win because of Frances McDormand. She's basically driving around in a van, shitting in buckets for two hours. It's <laughs> fun. She would win in my book doing that. I, heard, I love her so much. I heard over and over and over it was like super slow and super boring, but I also heard it was supposed to win Best Picture, so I had to see it, and it is as slow as it is boring. Oh, <laughs> fun! Get excited. It just this feels excited. like an inside job. You think she was like, I just want to take a shit in a bucket on the road for two hours and win and see, an award. And like, for it. that's what I, I think. Like, yeah. you know what? I'll show, I'll show them what's up. Right. I'll take a shit in a bucket for two hours and take home this award. Yeah, bring home I the statue. Feel like fucking she did awesome that. if she yeah. wins. I mean, it was just the character development wasn't there. The story wasn't there. It just it wasn't that interesting. You can make a movie like an indie movie super interesting, and they forget how to do that sometimes. It, it just wasn't. It wasn't there. Uh, First cow a little bit better. That kind of started cool. You have maybe from Arrested Development <gasps> oh, walking yes. around in like modern day Oregon or somewhere Pacific Northwest. And she's like, her and her dog stumble upon these two skeletons. And then it like flashes back to this like story of like frontier days when Oregon was far less developed and tells a story of like this cook and this Asian guy and they become friends. And then it just kind of like falls off with very little ending. It doesn't even explain who the skeletons are. It doesn't even confirm if it was like them. It was kind of like implied, <laughs> but like you don't even know where the skeletons came from. You think the whole movie is going to be about like, and you find out who the skeletons are, and it's like, and you just like don't get the answer that you're no. looking for any clarification. No, and it's like starring maybe, and she's in it for five minutes, doesn't even say a word, and it moves on. So like that was, I thought it was going to be good. It wasn't good. Minari, awesome movie for a little bit. This is about a Korean family in the '80s that moves to Arkansas from California, and has the guy I really liked from The Walking Dead. Awesome movie for like 45 minutes. And then, like, Took a turn. the best character has a stroke. Yep, They're working exactly. to build a farm the entire movie, and it, like, burns at the end. Spoiler alert, it burns. <laughs> just burns. <laughs> and you expect them to, like, rebuild it and have, like, a happy thought. It's like, they no. Don't. It's it like, no. No. So went into that. Um, both One Night in Miami, and, and that was okay. It was very Amazon. That just that needed more budget, more oomph to it. The, the trial of Chicago 7, I didn't like that at all. That just, like, sometimes you find a movie takes itself too seriously, this was the exact opposite. Like a movie about like a big case like this should have taken itself more seriously. I don't like jokes being told in the courtroom and everyone laughing and then like it was just when it's I, just like doesn't I, fit. I, I didn't fit. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Let's talk about some like what the fuck movies and definitely delve oh. into our triple unanimous. Don't yes. even need to discuss about the biggest what the fuck moment. Clear movie that fit this. What the fuck? Moment. We did have a come to daddy mention by Rochelle. Quality stuff. Sis. Yes, and good one. Color out of space deserves the Nick Cage mention for just what the fuck movie. My hands down worst movie of the yes. year also belongs to a Nick Cage film where he doesn't even say a fucking word. Willie's Wonderland of 2021, two hour movie doesn't say a fucking word, and he's fighting, he's fighting like animatronic Chuck E. Cheese what? characters the whole time. 
I'd like to nominate Nicolas Cage for the best movie of 2021 in Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that. I have not seen Jiu-Jitsu. It's well, fucking awesome. He was busy awesome. this year. I've been trying to pound He has him. been working. That he guy is working. busy. Well, I mean, fucking Willy's Wonderland shouldn't have taken him a weekend. He didn't, he didn't have a land. He didn't have a <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so that was bad. We got to mention House Guest. Polly Shore made a movie for the first time in like fucking years. Which I was like was beyond solid. excited about. And it was, it was right. very forgettable. Very forgettable. Yeah. Strong I to be a overuse bit. of slow motion and ridiculous camera work. Yeah. They relied on some, like, I, I liked where they were going with it with like some new Polly for a minute. And then they just made his character so unlikable and then likable. And it was just kind of wore you out. Let's talk about Shadow in the Cloud for a second. <laughs> that was my number one. Just what the fuck Chloe movie? Grace like, the whole thing. What was that? From beginning to I first off knew nothing going into it, which don't because it don't. doesn't matter. You think because nobody's going to try and explain it to you. <laughs> and even if they did, you'd be like, "Get the fuck out!" That's not a movie. It's not a movie. I mean, you think it's going to be one thing, then it turns into something else. Yeah. Then you like make peace with okay, what the new movie what is, is and it starts taking you in like a weird place oh. and the biggest what the fuck moment of the year has got to be when she falls out of the bottom of a fighter jet into an explosion that happens like a hundred feet underneath her that, in the clouds that, <laughs> that, that doesn't blow her to pieces Right back into the plane. It shoots right back up into the plane. <laughs> in perfect hair and makeup. Unharmed, not a scratch she on her. She just goes, ah! If anything, and lands her, her hair looked even better. She landed it. <laughs> I remember when you were like, bro, wait, just wait. It's going to happen right now. <laughs> and like, like, it, it gets, can't get any worse than this. It gets worse? <laughs> the fuck was that i told you i told you <laughs> no there's a lot of what the fuck moments in that movie i was just like i don't understand all right shut it off this is stupid i literally had to watch it because it was so bad and i just had to like see what like how else it was gonna go like i don't understand at all yeah no, that was definitely hands down <laughs> unanimous for francis number one <laughs> what the fuck moment all right, so here's something I got to mention. Oscars coming up, they deserve to be thrashed for this because I'm trying to pick my, like, who's going to win best actor, yeah. best actress, this okay. and that. And, you know, for best actor, they have uh, Riz Ahmed, who was in Sound of Metal, and that was, again, super indie. I expected a little more. I was really excited about that. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. That's going to go to Chadwick Boseman. It'll be his, like, post-mortem award. They're going to give it to him just because it's him from Al Rainey's Aww. Black Bottom. So he's going to win for that. That's just like hands down. going to happen. And that's probably why they did this, but they deserve to be thrashed for what they did uh, to Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield, both in Judas and the Black Messiah. And that and Promising Young Woman were basically the only two so for, for Best Picture that like deserve to be seen, must seen. This was a strong period piece uh, about the Black Panthers. Definitely came out at the right time yeah strong message really well done it great about, actor it's about a, a mole and based on a true story but like it's about a mole in the black panther organization who works with the fbi and like two-timing that was lakeith stanfield's character it was awesome like it was a you don't think it's gonna get the love that it needs uh no what pisses me off is that both of these guys should be awarded for best actor both of them should be in the running and competing against each other for best actor like it's kind of that movie where you're deciding which one's the antagonist, which one's the protagonist, and they're 
the two main characters, and there's no question about both it. Both top actors. And both of them are up for best actor in a supporting role, which is disgusting. They were leading roles. Both, both of them. Are, okay, both of that's them your were beef, is roles. that they should both be leading. Both of them were leading roles, and they have them both in supporting roles, and that makes me not even want to take it seriously. I'm pissed off. I don't even want to talk about no, it. No, I'm so glad you explained that, though. That's all. Yeah, that, that's that's all I had to say about that. Enough with the Oscars. I think they do. Academy's a sham. It is a sham. I'm glad the way we did it. I'm glad we Crunchies got to... Crunchies are yeah. way better. The Crunchies were way better. <laughs> we got to award our best stuff. What, what do we think? Uh, Promising Young Woman for... Sure, for yeah. Movie, movie of the Year. That's, yeah. That, that's Considering it's the only one I saw, but yeah. You guys know how the scoring works, how the grading works for the Oscars, right? With the yes. Academy. We, we talked about Yes, this, we did we? talk about that. Like one, You brought it up in context to a Brad Pitt yeah. award when he won last year. For exactly, it. yeah. So it's not necessarily the best movie. It's just the best graded rating. average yeah. out average of grade. the five or six that they nominated. It might have placed more in the two, three category than in the one versus you know six, top versus bottom. So, yeah, the, it doesn't necessarily vote the best movie of the year, just the easiest to yep. watch, maybe. Well, I think um, I think we should award that the crunchy for movie of the year. It was definitely most watchable, most entertaining for me, and based on what we heard from the call-ins. For the, I, yeah. think, I think that that's going to go ahead and... I like it. Win the crunchy. Take it home. The, the top prize. <laughs> um, and for the show, I mean, really comedy or not, we should just go ahead and give it to Shit's Creek and... Call it a day. Their, their last season. I mean, quality programming. That's how you do it, right there. It's quality stuff. We weren't able to get them on the line, but I did get a list from our in-house resident film critic, Jason Pottinger. Here's his top picks when he gave it to me like weeks ago. These actually may be a little outdated. He said another round, Tenet, Extraction, Love and Monsters, In the Invisible Man. Okay. He also had an honorable mensch for Freaky. That was the one with uh, Vince Vaughn. Ooh. <clears throat> In okay. his. His flops were Fat Man, deserved to be mentioned for yeah. a flop with uh, Mel Gibson. Borat, Wonder Woman 84, already brought up. Mm. Downhill, completely deserves to be oh, here. Oh, agree. And The Midnight Sky with George Clooney on Netflix. All solid flops. Way to go, Jason. Oh, good list. Sweet shit, Jason. Sweet <laughs> shit, JP. Let's move on to our track of the week. Very crunchy artist with some solid tracks. Out of Armstrong, British Columbia, this is Liz Blair with So Unkind. There you are, sitting in front of me, taking everything you said that I Scream. I just wanna scream. I just wanna scream. I just wanna scream. 
crunchy nicely so done liz jam right like there. that one really interesting fact about this song came with a nice origin story so liz was dating her producer for a while and they ended things for what she called musical reasons but you could tell she was clearly heartbroken by it because she went and wrote so unkind which she calls a fuck you for hurting me type of song she brings the song to her producer and asks him if he can write the melody for it and he does but comes back and is like uh, is this song about me? <laughs> she said totally. And he had a great reaction. Didn't even care because he liked the song so much. He's still her producer and they still remain friends. I say it's a good song. I mean, you can't be upset about it. Uh, I was grinding over here. <laughs> Solid background story. And we like knowing these things. This won't be the last time we play some Liz Blair. We like her stuff. And so will you. You can find So Unkind in her other videos on the tube. Keep on sending those track submissions to somethingcrunchy at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out somethingcrunchy.com where you will find every episode, the links for social media, plus, of course, the Crunch Store where you can find all that good merch that shows you are a part of Crunch Nation. Don't neglect your memes and giggles during the week. Come hang out in the Something Crunchy Facebook group where you'll find a variety of worldly views and get to immerse yourself in all the pleasures of high society. <laughs> It's a good time in there. Wear a condom. <laughs> you do not want to miss next week's episode because we got a big interview on the Crunch Box, Yay! baby. Crunch Box. Oh, man. Fucking exciting. Oh, my God. This has been another episode of Something Crunchy. And as always, don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life and be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening. Yo. Oh, 
Hi. Hey, On the line with close friend of the show and one of the funniest members of the Something Crunchy Facebook group, Evan Radley. How's it going, brother? What up? <laughs> hey, Evan. <laughs> Good to have you on, man. So yeah. tell us, did you go with shows or movies? How goes it? Amazing. Goes well. So movies, did- shows, ah. what'd you pick? Sorry, just taking a leak. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dog life. did you go with movies yeah. or shows for your top five? Well, my top five movies, I would say, I think my shows are too boring, bro. Well, hit us with the like, flicks. I don't yeah. watch like a shitload of TV. I'm a sports guy. <laughs> I understand. Um, What's your movies? Well, SpongeBob was awful. <laughs> And uh, I thought Gick Duke was absolutely stunning. But it's a comedy movie, and one of them wants to be a DJ. I don't know, man. It's fucked up. It's a weird movie. But it's <laughs> worth a watch. It's only like an hour and 20 minutes. That's, all, that's really all you have like, to say. There's, there's psychedelic rabbits, and uh, like, right. it's the coolest. Uh, like People's faces move with the music and shit. Pretty gangster. Yeah. Nice. Okay, what else? I was going to tell you guys about, like, the... Well, I think that uh, Borat was amazing. Really? And, uh... I'm not expecting to hear a lot yeah, of that tonight. Like, what did you like about the new Borat? Well, I didn't want to use the, my, you know, make up a list on sex scene because I thought that'd be the first one anyone would look at but that's definitely <laughs> the best sex scene of the whole fucking year really yeah, all right. thousand. dude her and that... Giuliani that's fucking hot bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, up for, for debate real. but I love that you threw that out there dude, the, turn, the, the turn next that person... shit over it's gonna fucking burn like right now that's just so fucking hot the next person nothing gets out me more hard scene. than <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> I love this already. All right, Borat, what else we got? For, like, sex scenes or just movies no. in general? No, you're just... Fin- finish out your top five <laughs> movies. We're two down, three to go. <laughs> three. Uh, I thought... Uh, did nobody else pick Eurovision? I think... Uh, you gotta kind of be in the right mood for it. You gotta be strong, that's for sure. Yeah, that's but, true. But, uh... I told T-Bucket earlier. I was like... I have a... I was about to turn that fucker off. And luckily, I didn't. Yeah, gave it another yeah. 10, and it got good. <laughs> yeah, it got weird as fuck. Like Eurovision, man, all of a sudden there's elves and stuff. Yeah, that movie was what? weird. It was weird. <laughs> I know, I dig it. You gotta watch I'm it. I'm weird, motherfucker. You <laughs> are. You're like the Napoleon no Dynamite of people. Like, you just... You, at first glance, you're like, what the fuck? And then after, like, you know, you've seen it four, five, six, seven times, you're like, man, that guy's funny. <laughs> no, no, sadly, fucking true. <laughs> except, except the part where you said I was funny. <laughs> You're hilarious. What uh, what sucked? What'd you hate? I thought coming to America too fucking blows. Or I'm sorry, just coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get that from anyone else? Because that shit was fucking weak sauce, bro. It yeah. was all right. Like it was, everyone knew it wasn't going to be near as good as the first yeah. one, and it wasn't. But uh, I mean, it was worth watching. No, I understood I that. Like I knew, like it wasn't even going to come close. 
but I, it bothered like, me that Eddie mean, Murphy forgot how to play that character. He was playing more like Buddy Love and Doctor Doolittle and other characters. Yeah. He's <laughs> he completely forgot how to play Akeem. He wasn't yeah. this like smiley guy. He was like the regal like. Yeah, that bothered me. All right, so I'm with you. So, what was the category that you chose to make up? I was thinking really like I saw sex scenes and I was like lazy, so I did funniest sex scenes. Okay. okay. Funny sex scenes. Okay. What do you have for that? You start at the bottom. You start at number one. Just one. It's just the winner, right? It's your winner. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the winner. I'm gonna give it a sausage party, man. That's the most vile. Sausage you know, Party was like four years ago, three years ago. Well, if I'm gonna do current, then the best, the best sex scene, then definitely current, and the funniest, and the best is definitely Borat. Okay, quality stuff. Yeah, quality <laughs> without stuff. doubt, man. That was, <laughs> Good category. That qualifies. It's amazing how that guy can talk all those languages and do it so well. I saw him the other night on Kimmel, and he speaks like French and shit, and. Hell yeah, brother. Well, good to have you on, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Man. Thank, Thank you, you so Evan. much for the list. Good on. talking to you. All right, brother. All right, later. All right. Solid list out of Evan there. Yeah. There's um, a bunch of stuff that I really haven't seen, with the exception of Borat and Coming to America. Oh, well, now I need to see the sex scene from Borat. <laughs> I need a phlegm break. <laughs> make it make it better make it fly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think I'm okay. <laughs>